Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. He has always been there, always has been, always will be with us. Well, we're getting a little late start, but we are here tonight, and we're thanking God that he remembers us. You know, when it seems like we are alone, where it seems like all have forgotten, God remembers. He will remember your labor of love. God will remember your sacrifice. God will remember the things that he's told you to do that you've obeyed. God will remember. Well, welcome tonight. Um, Like I said, we're getting a little bit of a late start. Um, Had a few things pop up. And uh, getting started late, but we're hoping that all is well with us, with you, with PGN, with those who are connected with us, either by being on this side of the mic or on the other side, calling in. We just bless the Lord God for all that he's done and all he's doing. All right. Well, this is Angela Joy. I am your host tonight, and I am here for the uh, Sunday night show. It is September the 17th, 2023. So this month, is uh, rolling on out and fall is rolling on in and we are uh, we're here in uh, southeast Georgia the weather is getting a little bit milder and not as hot and so I'm enjoying that and I just um, I thank God for you all being out there and being a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network and um, I'm going to go ahead and just play that song one more time and then I'm going to read something I'm letting people come in like I said, we got a little bit of a late start, and then we'll be sharing, and I want to be an, an encouragement to you, and you're an, you are an encouragement to me because you're there, and that is a blessing. I mean, just to know that, you know, uh, we can be available to you, and uh, you're available to me because you let me know that God is not done with me yet. Hallelujah. And God is not done with you. He's got a, a plan. He has a purpose for your life. He has a way of uh, getting you through to the next place that you need to go on your journey. He is with you, and uh, he's not forgotten. So I'll play this one more time. We'll come back and um, let people come in. Like I said, got a little bit of a late start, but I'm blessing the Lord that I'm here. All right, so come on in, you all, and we'll be praying with you soon. Hallelujah. When I cannot breathe Fear is on my chest The weight of the world on me Everything's crashing down Everything I have known When I wonder if I'm all
thinking about I can't stop thinking about I can't stop thinking about your goodness Goodness I can't stop thinking about I can't stop thinking about I can't stop thinking about your goodness Bear with me. 
So you can reach out to us, and um, you can call in and let me know uh, that you're there. I'd be happy to know that and also to pray with you. And um, hold on, had some notes pop up. All right. So anyway, I'd be happy to do that uh, with you and believe what for what God wants to do in your life. You can text that in at 214-505-8719, and that's 214-505-8719. And also, if you want to just let me know you're in the queue and you're waiting. So praise God from whom all blessings flow. And I was listening uh, to that song, and I and I it went right along. I just, you know, really had never really paid any attention to that song. But, I mean, it was so befitting because I was sitting here looking over some things that I just wanted to mention tonight, and it just fell right in place. I tell you, the Holy Ghost is awesome, always awesome. I mean, Holy Ghost is right on time. And I was thinking about this situation with Paul and Silas. You know, they had to believe and to uh, tap into the faith that they had that God, uh, you know, was who he said he is, and Jesus was who he said he is. And they had to walk by faith when they were at the darkest hour. They had to grab hold of what had been deposited in them so that they would be able to move on into faith and access the benefits of that faith. And so we have to, you know, grab hold of what's been deposited in us. That's why it's so important that we monitor our eye gates. We monitor our ear gates. Uh, we are concerned about what we speak out of our mouths. I mean, this is the way we stay on track to be in tune, in sync with the Holy Spirit. And uh, yesterday, I've uh, been sharing with you all how in my area, um, a group of us had uh, come to a place of reaching out to the different areas of our county, on the county lines. There were seven points on are in our county that touched another county. So over the last few weeks, we have been reaching the county lines. So yesterday, we um, we touched the last two county lines for prayer. Uh, we actually, you know, mapped it out, and, and uh, the leader who's over this, you know, she mapped this thing out, and we went as a group, uh, yes, well, yeah, Saturday, uh, to touch the last two counties to be on the on the county line to uh, come against uh, things that have uh, been a problem in our area. And so the thing she tapped into or the Spirit of God tapped her into yesterday was uh, the the injustice. Uh, George's um, motto is wisdom, justice, and moderation. (laughs) Wisdom, justice, and moderation. And during these different places that we've been on the county lines, uh, the seven points, we would read the uh, declarations of things, decree some things, and we would remind the enemy of what this particular uh, state represents with wisdom, justice, and moderation. And of course, throughout our nation, and not just Georgia, there has been much injustice and uh it's just amazing that how she had tapped into uh, wanting to deal with that according to even back to the Native Americans and the injustice that was done in regards to the land. 
and it was important because we were dealing with the land. We were dealing with occupying the land and representing the word of God and the people of God and the things of God in this county. And it was so interesting how God kind of directed her to uh, to do that and then declare these things and to let the enemy know what what the state's supposed to represent is what it was built on, justice, wisdom, and moderation. And, you know, what an awesome thing to 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 know that, you know, that was a foundation that we can build on. Isn't that what the kingdom of God is about? It's about wisdom. It's about justice. And it's about doing things in moderation that will glorify the Lord. So I was so honored yesterday. I had my two of my youngest uh, grandchildren, uh, two of them, with me. And we went to the river. That was where the county line was for one point. And they were just, I mean, one seven and one is three. They were just awesome. They sat there. They watched. They didn't disturb. They took notes. And, I mean, I had no plans on bringing them with me. I believe it was a an assignment that had been placed on their life that they would witness something that they had never witnessed before, and I hadn't witnessed it either. I mean, this was my first time praying over county lines. And, um, you know, and my grandson, who's seven, you know, the lady who's over it, she asked him to, you know, take a picture of the group of women that we were uh, out there on the county line on the riverbank. And he was just, he took a picture, and I was, I just committed him today, and I was like, you know, you were used yesterday. You know, you were, you know, you were awesome. God, you know, you were part of what something that God was doing. And, you know, he just, you know, it was just amazing for him to, for them to be calm, you know, a three-year-old. And I, I remember uh, her praying when we were on the riverbank um, saying, you know, she felt, and I felt as well, the presence of God was there. Like he was like ordaining this and he was sanctifying this and he was, he really was happy that I guess we were doing this and that we felt the presence of God there. And I believe that the presence of God was there so real that even the children felt it. You know, children are acting, a three-year-old to sit there. I mean, we were out there for about, at one point, uh, one of the points, the two counties we reached out to yesterday, about 30 minutes. And, you know, they were good. They were really good except for, had some real bad mosquitoes that wanted to take us away. I guess we were out in the woods and we're like, ooh, you know. So, and other than that, they were fanning those, and I just turned on the air in the car, and I was right there by the car. And then on the second one, you know, it was nice and in the shade and let the windows down. And I think we were out there about 45 minutes. And to think that a three-year-old sat in his car seat and didn't try to get out and just sat there and witnessed the things of God being made manifest through prayer. And I just believe it was the presence of God. I mean, she didn't say it was the presence of God in, you know, retrospect to what they were doing. She just felt the presence of God. And I also, but then I think about it and I think that presence had to be there. The presence of God had to be there, children, to sit there and just take in looking at women praying over a, a, a landmark at a river. Nothing else going on. I mean, that's it. And that three-year-old didn't even try to get up out of his car seat. 
So I thank God that I believe, and I told her later, I believe they were assigned to be there because we came against some things in regards to racial injustice uh, in the county. We came, uh, you know, against the spirit of uh, of uh, deception that, uh, and we talked about the Native American uh, tribes that were in this area. Creek Nation uh, was in this area a lot. Cherokee uh, were in this area a lot. And we, we, we spoke to those spirits uh, that brought division and uh, brought, uh, you know, a, 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 a lie, really, of deception to the tribes in this area. And so it was amazing how uh, we even joined hands. She has happens to be Caucasian. Of course, I'm African-American descent. And we joined hands, and she said, I believe we're supposed to touch this river with our feet together as a sign of unity of what God wants to do. And we did that, and I'm telling you, I, I just believe God was there. And just for my grandchildren to sit there and witness, they don't know what's going on. I, I know they don't because basically they're not church like I was when I was a child. But they go, you know, when I take them, and uh, to have them sit and watch as we, we're speaking in the spirit. We're praying, we're lifting our hands, I'm pointing at things, you know, and they're, you know, they're just, they're watching. And I was like, God, thank you. I pray that this is deposited into their lives, that they will never forget this moment as they saw unity. And it was, it was so interesting that even in that, I told her, and she even mentioned it, that there was unity. Not only did we walk together as a race of people that is has been walking in division, but my grandchildren represent a race of people and another race that had been walking against counter, uh, counter, you know, to counter that union. You know, they're of Hispanic, African American, and Caucasian descent, and so it was just amazing. I know that God set that up. You know, I didn't plan on talking about this, but it's just amazing what happened yesterday. I know and I believe by faith something was deposited in their lives that they're going to remember. They're going to, at least the seven-year-old, but I believe even if they don't per se remember, this will affect them and they will. this will affect their walk in the kingdom of God. I'll put it like that. So I had a, you know, it was just an awesome experience, uh, and it was just awesome. And so I mentioned it to you all before that if you feel led or to be a part of a group that is walking in unity and to take authority, uh, we planted, um, you know, uh, pray, um, oil that had been prayed over in the ground. We took communion over the ground. Uh, we spoke over the ground. And we came against the spirit of division and uh, the things that have been done in this nation, in particularly, particularly in our area, that brought lies and deception to the, um, the people who dwelled in these lands before it became America. So praise God for that, and I, I thank God for you all being on here. I just want to read this because, you know, as I was listening to that song about remember how God remembers, you know, I was, uh, had gotten this scripture and I thought, well, it went, it really went with this. Well, 
And it's, you know, in regards to uh, what happened with Paul and Silas. So uh, on, uh, I'm going to start at uh, Acts, and this is chapter 16. And uh, one day as we were going down the place, uh, to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, see, he identified that. That was a demon within her. And he didn't say he spoke to her. He said he spoke to the demon that was in her. And so he said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth, hope of wealth were now shattered. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city in an uproar because of these Jews. They shouted to the city officials. They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten and then were thrown into prison. The jailer ordered was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them in the inner dungeon. My God, they were in the inner dungeon. Ah, that's a dark place, y'all. Have you ever felt like you were in an inner dungeon, that you were in a pit that was a pit, where it seems like there was no access to get out? There was no way to get out? That's where Paul and Silas were. They were put in an inner dungeon. Man, have you ever felt you were in an inner pit? Like, Lord, how am I going to get out of here? But guess what? They remembered God. Just like that song I was playing earlier, they remembered God. They had to have remembered God because look what happened. So it says, um, inner pit, let me find out where I was here. All right. And so um, they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them in the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in stocks. My God, have you ever felt like you were just so bound and tied up into something you couldn't even get out? You were bound up. Not only were you in a pit of despair, but you feel like you were tied up. And that's the way it was with Paul and Silas. Oh, my God. And around midnight, when it was the darkest, you know, have you ever felt that, you know, it's a dark, dark, dark situation? I'm at the midnight hour. If God doesn't move now, when is he going to move? Well, hallelujah. It says here in the midnight, it says around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and other prisoners were listening. My God, don't you know that even when you're in a bad situation and people know you're in a bad situation. Let me tell you, those people knew the situation Paul and Silas were in. Why? Because they could see it. 
You know, people can look at you and they know what you're going through. There are people who know that you've been through a rocky marriage. There are people that know that you lost your job. There are people that know that you're scraping it because you're not having the financial ability to do things that would you would normally do. There are people who are watching you. They can see. There were prisoners that were in here witnessing the bad situation Paul and Silas were in. There are people that are able to witness and see what the bad situation is with you, how bad it is, how dark it is, how you're bound up, how you're caught into a situation where there looks like there is no escape. Well, Paul and Silas were there, and there were witnesses that knew how bad it was. Why? Because they were right there with them. Hallelujah. And it says they were singing and they were praying. Hallelujah. Don't tell me worship won't break you free because it will. I've been in places where I know after worship, sincere worship, worship that brought me into the throne room of God, I was able to set a breakthrough and walk on out of there. That's what was going on with Paul and Silas as they began to sing in the midnight hour when it was dark, when they were in the inner pit. The inner dungeon, when it was super dark. How many have been there when it's been super dark? Hallelujah. And it says here, and the other prisoners were listening. Don't tell me your praise and your worship won't won't um, affect somebody else's life. It will, because they're listening. They're listening, because they know where you are. They can tell where you are. I mean, you might, you know, some people put on a show to make it look like it. I mean, we don't really need to walk around looking like it's just decrepit. But my God, people can see, Lord Jesus, He, we, people can see our situation. And that's where they were. And then it says, suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation. And all the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. You know, right there, that's a testimony. My God, you might be bound up. You might be chained up. You might be in an inner pit. But there are people who are watching, and they need to know that that God that you're talking about is the God they've heard about and witness what he'll do. Not only did these people witness what their God could do, but my God, they got benefits of it. Why? Because when they're chains and fetters were broken, so were those who were watching. Don't tell me that your praise and your worship won't affect somebody else's life, where they will be free just by watching what God has done and is doing in you. It's the glory. Hallelujah. That, and that's so important to think about. You know, I never really thought about it much before, but it's important to know that the glory of God that's on your life, that's setting you free, that's causing you to walk in victory, is going to be so powerful, somebody else is going to get their deliverance just by watching you be delivered. That's exactly what happened here. Other folks got delivered by just watching what God did in and through them. It wasn't just about... Paul and Silas' deliverance. It's about the deliverance of other people that were watching. Hallelujah. People are watching you. Don't let the enemy 
take you someplace you shouldn't be. Stay where God has put you, where God will get the glory. And not only will he get the glory for it, but the people who see the deliverance take place, they're going to be able to give God the glory for it. Hallelujah. Because they're going to get theirs. And it says here that all the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off and the jailer woke up. (laughs) to see the prison door wide open. Do you know that man knew something had happened that was far greater than what he had to do with anything? I mean, those keys didn't matter at all because something greater than him that held the key to the to the uh, position and the place that God was taking these people to, God had the key. He didn't have the key. God had the key, and that man was able to witness that that key, that that power that they were calling on, that God they were calling on was greater than every, any natural key he had in his pocket. Hallelujah. Probably didn't have a pocket, but whatever. But anyway, so um, <laughs> glory be to God. So the jailer woke up, the prison doors, they were wide open, and he assumed the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword to kill himself because he knew he was in trouble. You know, my God, this greater power had come in and messed up some stuff. And he said, well, I guess I might as well just kill myself because they're going to kill me. So let's just get it over. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for light and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. How many know that what God wants to do in you and through you will cause some folks to run to Jesus and fall down and ask for salvation? Do you know that that's the kind of effect we need to have on people? That's the kind of atmosphere we need to create because we need to be carrying it so heavy that the prisoners will be able to see, those that are in captivity will be able to see that our God is a God of freedom. He's a God of deliverance, and he'll deliver them. So hallelujah. And so then um, he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. Why? Because he saw, he witnessed what happened. How many can say that what God is doing and what we allow God to do and we don't have a fit, throw out and throw a temper tantrum about it, but that we're walking through it and people are looking and like, you know, there's something going on there. Why aren't they, you know, but because they didn't do that, that they they sang hymns in the midnight hour and they continued to pray, it brought others to salvation. It brought this man to his knees and he wanted to know, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. Father God, we just thank you tonight. We thank you, Lord, that we represent you well, that not only is it just for us, but it's for those who are looking at us to look to you. He said, if I, the word of God lets us know that if he's lifted up, if God, if Jesus is lifted up, he'll do the drawing. How do we lift Jesus up? Father God, we know we do it by carrying you well. My God, carrying the word of God in us, that it comes out where others can see the manifestation of what you called us to be. And so, Lord, tonight we thank you that you're moving in this place 
you're moving through these airways, and you are setting a stage for deliverance. You're setting a stage for salvation by those who lift you up. And, Lord, I thank you tonight that you're that kind of God because you want us to represent you well, just like Paul and Silas did, even when they were in their darkest pit and the darkest hour, they were still, they were still recognizing and lifting up their God. They continued to sing. They continued to pray, even when it wasn't comfortable. How many know it wouldn't be comfortable in a pit inside a pit when it was dark? But they did it when it wasn't comfortable. That's what we need to do. Move on in, move on out, do what we've been called to do, even when it's not comfortable. Because people are watching, and they're watching because they know they need something more than what they have. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. We thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do in Jesus' matchless name. Hallelujah. Well, let's play one song, and I will be back to take calls and uh, believe with you that God is doing something. And he, he, he that's his job. He is to do something. <laughs> My God, he's doing something. He's always doing something. And we believe him because he's that kind of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I try 
Father, we just thank you, Lord, as you move into this atmosphere tonight, as I just release and move back and ask that you pour in, God, the things you want to say, the things you want to do. It is never, ever about me. It's not about what I can say or what I can do, but it's about what you can do through me when I empty myself out. And, Lord, I thank you tonight for your callers. I thank you, for, thank you for directing and leading them to this place tonight. 
And I pray and I thank God in advance that you are being glorified, you are being honored. We just lift up, um, as I said, the founder, Prophet Randy, and uh, his his family, his wife, Julie. Lord, we speak blessings and healing and health over them. And we thank you, Lord, for the ministers that come on faithfully and are diligent to be a part of what God is doing in and through Prophetic Grace Network. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, we have a few people on here, so got a late start, and um, that's okay. Um, we're good. Let me get my phone situated. I hope everyone's had a great day, and I am glad you're here with us. So like I said, if you're listening by Internet Radio, you can call in at the 319-527-6027 number. Press 1, and you'll be in the queue. And also, um, you can uh, text at 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-8719. All right, we're going to go ahead and let me get back here to my phone. Okay, there we are. All right, so let's start here with our first caller. And let's press on 954-580. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Carolina from Jamaica. Hi, Carolyn from Jamaica. How are you tonight? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Ah, I am good. I am just glad to be with the Lord. <laughs> And in his, Amen. you know, in his, um, in his purpose, the purpose he has for me, and, you know, we just know that God always knows what he's doing. So let's go ahead and pray for you, Carolyn. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for Carolyn from Jamaica tonight. We thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to her and you are faithful to do the things that you've already spoken over her life. And Lord, I thank you as I see a trumpet, Lord, I see a trumpet um, sounding over her life, uh, trumpet being blown to sound the alarm, to make an announcement that Carolyn has been faithful, like, hear ye, hear ye, here is my daughter, Carolyn, who has been faithful and has walked faithfully with me. Hear ye, hear ye, all ye. Hear what the Lord is saying. And it's almost like, Carolyn, I just seen that since that God is taking you places, and not only is he taking you places and guiding you to places, but he's announcing your arrival. Like, hear ye, hear ye, here is my daughter. And and I, I believe even with that, the enemy hears and he knows, uh, oh, you know, God has taken note of her, you know. Hmm, what else in the Bible, who else in the Bible would the devil, you know, took note of, of a lot of people, but one in particular we know that the devil took note of. So I'm letting you know that it seems like the Lord just wants to announce, but he wants you to walk in confidence that in spite of what the enemy knows and what he thinks he knows and what he thinks he's doing, 
God has your back and he has, he's covering you and he's announcing that you are a daughter of the Most High King. So, Lord, we thank you tonight as she continues to walk through whatever it is she's going through, but to walk through in a different manner, to walk through knowing that I have been announced as the daughter of the Most High King. And whatever the enemy tries to do, whatever he tries to bring my way, my God has already let me know that I am an heir, and I am a joint heir with Christ Jesus. And whatever is for me is for me. And I'm here on purpose because God has announced that I am his daughter. I am the daughter of the Most High King. So, Lord, we thank you for that tonight. And we give you glory and honor for her life and the purpose that you have placed on her to succeed and to go forward in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Anything you want to share, uh, Carolyn, about that? Anything you're going through you want prayer for? Or what do you want to talk about? What do you want to share with us? Thank you. Thank you for sharing that encouraging word. Um, Pressing on and holding through by faith. Um, holding on to the promises of God, irrespective of. Um, right now, I'm at a transitioning phase in life, and I just need to seek God for clarity as to how to proceed with um, job, housing, every, everything, location. I'm really seeking the faith of God because I just want to be in alignment and um, be at the place mm-hmm. where he wants me to be, work where he wants me to work. Um, so mm-hmm. I just need mm-hmm. to help me. Um, I'll be seeking the light and I just need to to hear as how to proceed um, in regards to the Amen. job, housing, Amen. everything. Um, in that regard, thank you. Amen, amen, amen. And you know, um, you know, uh, when you think about the word and it talks about in Matthew how you know he dresses the lilies of the field and how he, you know, he clothes you know them them with the beauty and how he even knows uh, the sparrow and and what how to you know what to do and feed them and take care of us. How much more will he do for us? And you know, I, I as you were talking, I was thinking of a situation um, with my my son, and he doesn't really walk with the Lord like I walk with the Lord. But I do believe he believes in God, and and he's he's you know honorable and and respectful, and um, you know, but. I mean, I can just see sometimes he looks at me like this lady is really off, way off out there. <laughs> I mean, I, I was sharing some things today, and I just got this look from him like, you know, like, uh-huh. really? You know, it was almost like he's just too far out there. You know, he's more uh-huh. a- 
analytical and well, he's in the medical field, so that just sizes it up. So, you know, it's like, here I am talking about the stuff that the spirit and all of this and, you know, God and doing this and miracles. And he's just kind of like, well, you know, I know I've seen her do this for my whole life, but, you know, I've gone away to college and medical school, so I don't really kind of like, I don't think he really looks at it like that anymore, you know, to that extreme. So, uh-huh. um, but when you were talking, he came to, it came to mind about what happened with him. And of course, he's not even really like walking with God like that. But um, it was like God had a plan for him. And when we were talking, I just saw that how God laid out a plan for him uh, and how. He didn't even know how to, to trust God. Like, I, I believe you know how to trust God. So it's almost like those who are even of the simplest of faith, God will take care of. Because he ended up in a place, you know, back here, you know, had a job. It was, it was, a, it was the move of God. He positioned and he placed him right where he wanted him to be. And I know I can look at the situation now and I can say he didn't want to come back here. I mean, he had plans to be other places, going, doing whatever he wanted to do in another state somewhere, but God had it so that he ended up right back here because that was the purpose and the plan for his life. And God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And then it talks about in Matthew how they don't toil and they don't spin. They, you know, they, the, you know, the fowl of the air and the lilies of the field. They just rest in knowing that God is God, and He always will take care of us. And if he would do that for the lilies of the field, that they don't have to toil or spin or be concerned or worried about anything, nor shall you be careless. Because he has you in the palm of his hand. And how and it's a greater position because you know the Lord. You know he's faithful. You know he's just. And you know he has a plan for you. And all you have to do, I just sense to say, is rest in the fact that he is God. Hallelujah. He is God. And when it looks like we don't know what's going on, and we don't know which way to go, we don't know which avenue to take, God knows, Carolyn. And he is orchestrating, and I believe that you just begin to profess out of your mouth on a daily basis. You are orchestrating my mood. You are causing things to fall into place. You are creating and and manipulating situations that I walk right into the right place at the right time with the right people for the right thing. You are God. And, Lord, I thank you that he will come to that place of just assurance and rest and say, God, I don't know, but you know, and I'm going to rest in the fact that you are God. If the sparrows don't worry about where their next meal is coming from, if the trees of the field aren't worried about how they're clothed in beauty, why should I? When I've been created even at a higher level, that I am made through Christ Jesus the image of what he wanted me to be. So, Lord, I thank you tonight. I thank you that she will walk in a new awareness that I never have to be 
concerned. I never have to be disturbed. I just rest that God will open the doors for me, and those that need to be shut will shut, and I will walk in the way your steps, Caroline, are ordered by the Lord in Jesus' holy name. So we thank you for that, God, that her steps, you wake up, Caroline, I just sense to tell you, when you wake up in the morning, your feet at the ground, my steps are ordered of the Lord. I will walk into the places that he has for me. I will go into the places that he's directed me to. I will release from my mouth the things that he will have me to say, and he will cause me to be in a path with those that he has assigned for my life. I look for it. I expect it. I walk in faith for it because I know he's a faithful God. Thank you, Jesus, that you are faithful, that you are faithful, and you take care of what belongs to you. Hallelujah. I am a living fact of what God will do when I don't know what to do. Glory be to God. If the enemy had had his way with me, I would be on the street, broken and penniless, because that's what the enemy wanted for me. But God, hallelujah, that's it right there. But God, he had a different plan that the enemy didn't know anything about. So, Lord, we thank you for that tonight as she rises to a new level of faith. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Jesus. It's um, interesting that you mentioned your son because that's by the same About the what now? Um, please, I, I said it's interesting that you mentioned your son. It's the same, same feel that I'm in and I'm wondering, oh my God. Should I, oh, yeah. where should I apply for work? Should I leave where I'm at? Should I migrate? Um, should I, it's like I just have a lot of questions. So it's just that I'm like, God, I just don't want to choose any job. I just want to know that I'm in your will. I don't want to shoot up to leave when it's not the right timing. I just want to be sensitive to the season that I'm in and right. know when to leave or when when not to leave. Um so right. it, yeah, so um well I, I would just do what you know mm-hmm. I would just do what you would normally do in the natural and just you know, you know are you looking to like you looking for a particular position in a different in a particular place? In a different right. In a different what now? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you know, it is interesting too. I didn't really think too much about it until I started praying. Yeah, that, you know, him being in the medical field and so, you know, he applied all over the state and other 
places outside. I don't think you really wanted to go too far, but, you know, just to ride around, you know, the, the eastern part of, of the country. And, you know, and he has his mind kind of set on going at one time. Uh, where is Baylor? Is that in, I don't know, is that in Texas? I don't know exactly where Baylor University is, but I I don't know. But anyway, he had his mindset on that a little bit. But it was just amazing how God just orchestrated. I mean, he put out applications, but, you know, when you think about it, you know, like when you release yourself to the Lord, you can apply all over the place. You can do, you know, you just go through the natural steps of just doing what you would normally do. And it's, you know, of course, like uh-huh. I said, he wasn't operating that way. I mean, he wasn't really thinking about God placing him somewhere and this and that. I mean, he just really wanted to, you know, take advantage of whatever was coming his way. But, you know, I believe that, you know, prayers, of course, that I've been praying, and I didn't really have any say or really any particular prayers, just that God's will would be done. And so when you just, just basically pray according to the will of God, I mean, that just shuts down some plans of the enemy because the will of God, because a lot of times when we pray, like, say, for instance, I'm praying for a particular thing. Oh, God, I want this and this and that and that, and, you know, point now. So I'm really kind of speaking my desire and my will. And so when we pray his will, it's kind of like, okay, you know, what what's going to supersede your will when I've given it over that you uh-huh. have your way in my life? What What is there to supersede the will of God when we get out of the way and we let God have his way? There's nothing that can supersede the will of God. I mean, that's the way uh-huh. it is. And, of course, I was in ignorance as far as where he wanted to go. I mean, so I'm just praying the will of God, you know. And I believe God honored my prayers. I didn't even know what to pray. Right. Just let the will of God be done, you know. Put him in a place, you know, where you would have him, you know. And guess what? He's right back in okay. He's in this area. He ended up going to residency. It was so interesting. He went to residency at the university that ended up, that program that company ended up taking over the hospitals in this area. We didn't know that. It wasn't even happening when he first started medical school. That wasn't even in the picture. Wow. But by the time he finished medical school, the school that he chose or yeah, to do his residency at, that school, that company bought up the area hospital. The area that he said wow. he didn't want to come back to. But we at the time when he started school, we didn't have that wasn't happening. That didn't even exist. Some other company owned this hospital. But by the time he finished school, that company that he did the residency did with, they had taken over the hospitals in this area. And so here he is at a place that he said he didn't want to come back to. But now I think he's thoroughly enjoying the fact that he's here with family. He's not halfway across the world and, you know, some other part of the country. He's here. His nieces and his nephews, they're glad he's here. You know, I have another son who's not here with them. He's working in Wisconsin. So he's here to help with them and, you know, financially and and, and be, you know, that step-in dad when he can and go to games and support. I mean, God has a plan. 
And he doesn't have any kids, so this is, you know, ideal to the point where, you know, he Mm -hmm. can do that. God set him up. Why? Because I prayed for the will of God. So, Lord, we thank Mm -hmm. you that the will of God shall be made manifest in her life in Jesus' name. She doesn't have to be concerned. Amen. She doesn't have to be. She just do just do what you normally do. Put out the application. Go here. Look there. But God has the final say, and let His will be done. She'll just be busy doing what you know she would normally do. But God stepping in. Let Him do. Let God do what He wants to be done, in spite of what we do. What we do, we're going through the motions sometimes because we want to be, you know, diligent about, you know, taking care of business. But he, he knows how to wrap it up. He knows how to close the deal, Carolyn. He knows how to close the deal. So we thank you, God, for you closing the deal on the situation concerning her job, concerning where she's to be, what position, whatever, God. You close the deal. You got the final say. You got the first, the last, and the in-between. Say, glory be to God. So we thank you, God, and we trust you. He's walking, you know, at that song. He's faithful. We trust you. You've always been faithful. You've always been good. When it seems like you're not with us, you're there, just like it was with Paul and Silas. They were in the deepest of the deepest of the darkest of the darkest. But it didn't stop God from causing them to be positioned for other folks to be delivered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, I know what it's like. I, I understand. I've been in places where, like, Lord, where do I make my, how do I make my next move? What do I do? God, you shut the doors that need to be shut, and you open the doors that need to be opened so that your perfect will will be done in her life. Yes, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, hopefully you you rest in that, um, family and whatever you need to do. Thank you. Come thank you. All right, you're welcome. Anything Have else? Have a good night. No, thank you. That's it. Thank you. Okay. Have a good night. All right, thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great one. Sure. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right, let's go on here to 404-453. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, Joyce. This is Madeline. How are you? Hi, Madeline. How are you? I'm good. How you? It's good to hear you, boy. Yes, I wasn't sure if I was going to be on tonight, but I am here and um, glad to be a part of what God is, is doing here, you know, with his people, his people. Oh, My God, yes. his people. My God, his people. His people. 
my people oh, are, are called by my name. They need to get oh. on track. Second Chronicles yeah. 714. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that uh, let me just look that up and just uh, feel glad to go there. So how have you been, okay. Carolyn? Would you like, I mean, um, Madeline, would you like to share something first? And then I'm going to pray. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I uh, had called in before and I promised that I was going to call back with the praise report. Um, I can Amen. pray for my granddaughters, uh, one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of three years, showed up on last night, the other night. Wow, it was Friday night. And she, I haven't seen her in three years. And wow. the family was divided. And the prayer, um, she 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 just came and she said I missed you so much and it was praying for her day and night night and day for those girls um of my son's daughters and that our family would be united um they uh, had you know at the time young moms at the time and so a lot of division and misunderstanding and lies and deception. But um, she she showed up, and um, it was because of the prayer that I had called in. I mean, you know, I was listening and called in, and I said, I'll call back because I believed and um, talked with Carmen, talked to you, and others just been standing and PGN just praying. Um, and I know the prayer works because I believe and those that believe with you to give you extra strength. It's just like in Psalms 18, you know, my enemies are overpowering me. And mm. um, But that's the victory of it. And what you were saying tonight about give God the praise, enter in. And I noticed uh, Carmen was talking about clutter. I got that. And then it was so, so good. Now is the point. Open your mouth and give him praise regardless. You know, he he is for us and answering. Yes. So that message you had just stirred my spirit. And I go, yes, that's the other part. Mm-hmm. Yes, for yourself. Pour out yes. so much and pour for others and help. And I don't know about anybody else. There was a time I felt of mistrust. I couldn't trust anybody because the things I trusted in, trusted them in, became, you know, uh, a turnaround. And I was hurt mm-hmm. and disappointed. But but when I got in this work for me and he was moving me along, like you say, he was giving us purpose to get in our places to win mm-hmm. souls and he'll take care of the rest. And so that word you had tonight really stirred my spirit. I, 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 I don't know no more how to put it, but yes and amen, okay. It's okay because yes. your flesh, I almost got off in, in my flesh. Of, and it was, I could tell it was on the outside, but it wasn't mm-hmm. on the inside. And I was quickly... I was able to come back to 
my purpose or who I am. It's like, no, I'm not saying that. No, I'm not doing that. And um, mm-hmm. I came okay. I, I put the word on it of uh, doing the word and not hearing it only and deceiving myself. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we're in a battle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's war. And if we don't know the word and and operate according to his will for our lives, yeah, we... We stumble or we don't pick it up, and I want to. I want to continue on until I go home to glory, because um, I love him and I love people and the share experience. So, yeah. So my prayer tonight is: it's getting hotter and it's getting heavier, but my mm-hmm. prayer is that I keep my focus on what the Lord said for me to do. And our family and the marriage and the relationship, because that's where my heart is in it. He's trying to hit harder to, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, amen. God is greater. And, you know, that word, yeah. you know, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek yeah. my face and turn yeah. from their wicked ways, then yeah. will I hear from heaven and will forgive yeah. their sin and heal their land. And it's like I, I want to say to you that it's almost like you've been put in a place to remind people of this, that you mm-hmm. have been positioned and even as part of your purpose is to yeah. help people come to a recognition of what state they're in. Yes, because yes. I just think that God has positioned you to be around those who are of the body, are of the church, are of the mm-hmm. ecclesia, but, mm-hmm. and they're his people. Mm-hmm. They're called mm-hmm. by his name. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. almost like God has positioned you to let them know, but humble yourself. Yes. Pray mm-hmm. and seek. You are my people. And God yes. is positioning you to remind some people that yes, I, you're not God. talking to the sinner out on the street that has never known of Jesus. Yes, you're going to be God. talking to people, and God has positioned you to be in the midst of those who are his people that yes, are held by God. his name. Yes, that Jesus. they humble yes. themselves, and they're going to yes, see some stuff happen when they pray and they see his face and not the face of Somebody who's looking to pat them on the back. Mm. Mm. But they're going to see his face and not expect a reward from man. And then when they turn from their wicked ways, then they're going to be able to hear something coming out of heaven. Yes. And will forgive their sin that they have done his people. And he's going to give them some stuff. He's going to heal their land, what they got their hand on, what they're connected with, what they have dwelt on, what they have built on. Then, but then, God says, he will heal the land. My God, I feel the presence of God. Yes, ma'am. There's some questions being asked, why God, this didn't happen, that, why, why hasn't it happened? Did you seek my face about it? Did you turn from your wicked ways about it? Did you try to hear from heaven about it? Or did you try to hear from a neighbor or a friend or a colleague? Did you hear from me about it? 
story. Then when you hear from me about it, then I'm going to forgive you some stuff and I'm going to hear that what you're trying to do. Oh, yes, God. Yes. Jesus. Then, says Lord, the Lord, I'll do some stuff. Yes, and you're my Uh people. You've been called by my name. But have you yet humbled yourself? Have you sought my face about these things? But when you turn and do an about face from the wicked ways, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to hear you. Uh Then I'm going to do some Uh stuff. So you have been positioned to be in a place that people will understand when you speak that word, when you release that word, when you talk about my people praying and seeking God's face, God's yes. going to get a hold of some stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, Lord, I thank you tonight for this word. I didn't know where you were going with this word, God. I was like, what? Yes. You know, that's the time of scripture. Why am I saying that? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I know that's this the truth. Point, I just see question marks coming out of people's heads. Question marks. Why, yes. why, why this? Why that? Why? Why? Because you need to do some stuff. You need to change some stuff. You need to work with me. You need yes. to listen to me. You need to fix my face. Then yes. your questions will be answered. Yes. Because you're truly God. <laughs> I don't know, yes, there's no one like you. I mean, I think there's no comparison in who you are. You're God. Jesus. My God, there's nobody that could even come close to you. You are God. You're God all by yourself. And when we get out of the way, God can step up there and he can take care of stuff and we try to do it on yes. our strength. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. So, God, we thank you tonight. Thank you. Truly God. I mean, you're truly God. There is, no, there is nothing else you to be said except for you are God. Yes. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. If you give my sister peace and you reassure her that you are in control and that, Lord, you will raise her up to release a word, that they will hear. They will unstop their ears and they will hear. They will take the whatever is stopping up their ears out so they can hear you, Jesus, and be obedient and follow in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive that, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, Joy. That's a blessing. Oh, God, I felt every bit of that blessing. Oh, I see my heart. Jesus, thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Thank God for that crazy report and that no God is at work, you know. He's at work. Amen. He is. He is. He is. He definitely is. Oh, boy. Woo. 
just getting prepared. Just preparing. Mm. My God, I thank you. Thank you for the prayer, Joy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, my Lord. Thank you. I can't just stop thanking you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Thank God. He's he's God. He knows. I don't know. He knows. Glory (laughs) be to God. Mm, mm, mm. He is truly God. I thank God he is. I don't know where yes, I would be without him. I was thinking the other day, you know, that's right. you hear about so much that's going on in the earth and you think, yeah. how, I mean, I'm thinking like, I got my little stuff going on here and I I have yeah. a relationship with God. And sometimes I'm like, oh, Jesus, help me. And I'm thinking, how do yeah. people make it without God? Where do they go? I mean, like, where do you go if you don't have God? Amen. Amen. I was like, Lord, thank you that I know to call on you, even in my ignorance, even in my lack of understanding. At least, God, you put something in me to know I need to call on you. Yes. That's it right there. Not Mohammed. Not whoever out there that, you know. But you, I know to call on you, mm. my deliverer, my hope, my everything. Mm. Oh, mm. my God. Even Paul yeah. and Silas, when they were in the inner pit. Jesus. The inner pit. Yeah. They sang yeah. praises unto the Lord. They knew to call on God. And what did he do? He shut things up down there in that pit. Didn't yes, he? He'll shake things up in our pit. It doesn't matter how bleak or dark it might mm. appear to be. It doesn't stop God from shaking and shifting and mm. bringing his folks out when he when we look to him. Oh, glory, glory, to glory. God. Oh, glory to God. I'm looking for God. To shake some stuff up. I'm looking for him to shake some fetters off my feet and unbind my hands concerning some things. I'm looking for him to do it. If he can do it in a dark dungeon, my God, he sure can do it for a child of God who's walking. And, and, I mean, even they were children of God. But it's like, you know, we are walking among people who don't know God. Why wouldn't we expect him to do it? That's right, that's right, that's right. Oh, I love the way you explain that when you, you could see it. It wasn't no, um, you know, how things are now kind of watered down when you think of the suffering, those that went before us that stood the testing. I mean, denying themselves of family and lives and themselves, yes. you know. And and when we went in that dark place and the shackles in the deepest of the dungeon, and when demons and devils got their hold of you, there's no light thing of compassion nowhere. And and we got to understand that uh, living in these last dark days that people don't have compassion and the church is asleep or they're thinking only of themselves, it should move us like it moved God. It moved God and moved Jesus. And and if we're in tune 
God do? It's impossible. It's like, how can we live? How can we breathe? How can we mm. take this for granted? He's coming mm. back and we're not sounding the alarm. We're not giving them worship or praise. We're divided and 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 things of not loving your neighbors as yourself and you're in not interceding, not turning over your plate. The things we must do and if you don't feel things, you don't see it and then the relationship that was like you I had missed that timing where young in the faith coming in to worshiping with the saints and hearing mm. instruction and couldn't wait to get out to share your testimony or your story and now it's mm. like oh yeah whatever and mm. and they're telling you Ah, oh, that's all you talk about is Jesus. Ah, oh, well, God is on my heart. Don't you? Where's the Holy Ghost? You're not being led by His Spirit. He left us mm. a comforter. So when we get overwhelmed, like in some, just needed that extra because I know mm. what battle I'm in. But it's not mine. It's the Lord. I just want to keep His promises and share it. With those that say, he's coming back. Are you prepared? What are you doing? Just don't play and waste time. This is not the time mm-hmm. to waste. And so when the enemy comes up, you know, kind of raises his head, know who we are in Christ, and then call on the saints to pray. To pray. You know, pray for me. Help Give me extra strength to pray. Yes. And yes. the testing yes. of time. Yes. So... Thank you. I bless you for being on the end and PGN. I'm praying for PGN and those that are part that are on the line after hours that you can get a hear a, a mighty word of God moving and and you can talk to someone. It's like not automated, <laughs> but a live person that actually. Hey, let's not yeah. get, hey, that's been something I've uh-huh. been thinking about. I told somebody that, and I think I mentioned it to my kids mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. you know, the job that I work at, and they were telling me that, um, you know, Amazon has a lot of AI, you know, robots doing some of the, yeah. the yeah. work. And, and I was like, mm-hmm. um, you know, with my particular job, I said, you know, you know, sooner or later with what we do, it'll probably uh, be phased out because they'll have AI because they won't have to pay people benefits. Uh, you know, they don't want you to get yeah. up and do anything except to be a robot and just kind of answer these questions. And, and you know, you know. and I, I say they're watching us. They're, this AI thing is really kind of bizarre. But, I mean, that's. That's here. That's it's here. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna become it's more and more here. developed because they're watching, they're listening and they're they're tracking us. Uh it, it it it's amazing. I never thought I would live in a world where I would be that concerned and I'm not really, but well, there's a concern about this mm-hmm. thing happening. This AI. That's amazing. It is. I was just, I know you got other callers and I'm get off, but I'm just paying attention. Like when these medias and all the 
medias and Facebook and distracting purposely oh, yeah. that is catching the eye and the ear gate. Um, they're showing you all this to desensitize you to say, uh, oh, because when the enemy comes up, that's how he comes to feel joy. Jesus said, I would not have you ignorant. Everything that they're doing, they're flipping it and doing the Bible, but they're having man to lust and, and people where we worked on it for our living and, and we were neighbors to one another and mm-hmm. and we respected the headship leadership and even our headship of our country. If the headship is delusional, that's going to trickle on down to the others because mm-hmm. it's the headship that the enemy attacks to say, oh, let's just change, oh, it don't take all that. Oh, yes, it do, because when you truly would believe, it's, it's like pulling a saga tooth. It, it's impossible. It's like when mm-hmm. you truly believe, you go through and say, okay, you might drop a tear, mm-hmm. you might be put, but one thing about it, we will not lose the faith in who we put our trust in, and that's the living mm-hmm. God. And through Christ Jesus, we will only get to the Father. And all of these things are coming up to this. It's, it's like Paul said, I see their division among you in the church, mm-hmm. in the house. And so he's cleaning his house. Yes. Yeah, like you said, humble. It's in the house. Yeah. Yes. So if I got a situation, I need to be humble to say, I need the help. And don't be prideful to say, well, you know, God knows my heart or this and that. People, like you said, they are watching. They are clouding. Watching. Yes. They hear you. But they're watching what you're doing and mm-hmm. not doing. So just as yeah. I, the AI, the robot, they're um, mimicking. Because I was on the phone to make arrangements for my skills. And honestly, it was a robot. But she was saying, are you still there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, who was who and she said, I'm Andy, and and I will, I can help you. Let's see what we can do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. So well, I don't know if you heard about from. the situation um, a few months ago where there was some lady that she delayed the plane taking off because she said the person sitting back there by her was not real. And... Wow. Um, my son was talk, talking to me. One of my sons, they were talking to me about it, and they were like, yeah, you know, and I was like, that's just too far-fetched. And he was like, Ma, it really isn't that far-fetched. And I'm thinking, you know, yeah. well, I guess you're right. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. just too far-fetched. And she was, they were like, well, Mom, really, it's not that far-fetched, I was thinking. And but I don't know. Well, we- yeah, it's real, but they're making images and robots and see, and they're having people go to the movies or put it on or answer your question to be smarter than God. That's just like the Tower of Bell, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of over mm-hmm. Satan, Lucifer. 
trying to overtake God. You don't need God. You need man. You need this. You need this mm-hmm. and that. But I thank God that he knows all, sees all. He's not worried. He's coming back where we just need to get in place and pay attention and have our our lamps filled with oil. That reading the Bible, Bible and hiding it in our heart and memorizing it and remembering. And so, yeah. And in that, well, I have been listening. thank you. <laughs> yeah, we've got to be ready. I mean, I don't know. Are you familiar with Joshua Giles' ministry? I heard um, him, but I, I, I'm right now I can't, you know, put my finger on it. But I heard of the name, yeah. Yeah, he has talked a lot recently. He's a young man out of, I think, Minnesota. And um, I've been following him for a while now. And a lot of things he says pretty much line up to some things that Prophet Randy has been saying. But, um, you know, there's a major shift. I mean, there's a major shift that's going on. I mean, all the things that we kind of touch on on PGN. He yes, talked yes. about a lot and, um, you know, about this coming shift that's taking place, even the way Prophet yeah. Randy has been talking about the financial uh, situations with uh, with the nations and things that, I mean, he's saying uh-huh. similar stuff. And, um, uh-huh. you know, even with there's there's a greater shift coming that what we are, we're, we're not really, uh, we're not prepared for. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's just God yeah. is really speaking, and he's using, you know, his people to uh, mm-hmm. get the word out. But it, it almost reminds me of the time, you know, of course, when Noah was building the ark. You know, how people walked by and they yeah. laughed and they yeah. made fun of him. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. this guy's crazy. You know, what's he talking yeah. about? I mean, we don't even know what yeah. rain is. And then when the rain yeah. came and the flood was there, you know, 40 days, 40 nights, you know, people were swept mm-hmm. away because they weren't mm-hmm. listening. You know, if you think about it, yeah. it was a yeah. prophesying. It was prophetic. Yeah. But nobody heard. Yeah. I mean, so this is what's going on here with PGN and some other people that are hearing from the Lord. They are prophesying. Mm-hmm. They are letting us know. They're sounding yeah. the alarm. And people are yeah. saying, I know people think that we on PGN are crazy. I mean, Prophet Randy even said that the other night. I kind of tapped in while I was getting off of work, and he was saying, you know, we're small. He was saying, we're small. And, you know, people out there, you know, some of them are starting to pay attention to us. You know, some people think, and he was saying the other night, he said, how people even in his family know it said, oh, he's crazy. You know, it's like, but we got to be peculiar. We're going to be, God has told us to be peculiar. Yes. If you want to call me crazy, mm. call me crazy. That's okay. Yep. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I just want to be who God called me to be. But I'm going to be peculiar. You don't have a better word than to say crazy. Yes. I'm peculiar, and I'm following God as much as mm-hmm. best I can. And so there are prophetic voices that are rising in the nation. I just thank God that, you know, I've been connected with this. And I tell you, to be honest with you, Madeline, I didn't know what I had connected myself with 14 years ago. I had no clue that I would be (laughs) here doing this, a part of what God is doing. I mean, that was was the least thing. I mean, 
to be honest with you, Madeline, I was a, a little timid about even thinking about calling in. I mean, I saw this thing pop up on my screen one day. I was getting off from work. I was doing, you know, this, with this company that I do now, but I was only working part-time because mm-hmm. I was working at the prison as well. And this, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting off from that, you know, call, and i searching for something, and something popped up, and I saw a prophetic, you know, was blog talk radio mm-hmm. with Randy Chen. I, like, I thought, well, he's looking a little strange there. I don't know if I didn't want to click on that. So I clicked it on and quit. I was like, get off. <laughs> And then it was like some months later, and at that time, I think Prophet Randy had just, he had just um, started uh, the programming, mm. and I was like, oh, wow. and then I remember when I clicked off of it, it was like, I saw the Lord say, save it. So then maybe some weeks or months or so later, I clicked back on it, wow. and I've been clicking ever since. But yeah, I was like, what is that? Mm. You know, let me get off of here quick, bam, you know? <laughs> I just looked, you know, like, what is this? But it was like God drew me back. And, um, you know, and I'm so, and I'm so happy because, you know, back in the day, I was kind of a little timid about being odd. I didn't want to be seen as different. Right. Too right. Much. I mean, I didn't mind being a little different. But, you know, like way out there talking about the prophetic, you know, like, woo, like, Where's she coming from? Where's all people looking at like, what's she talking about? Now I couldn't care a flying flip about what people thought. I, I just want to be what God wants me to be. So it with this, I've grown. I've grown yeah. into what God has called me to be, what he designed yeah. me to be. And being a part That's of this right. is causing me to, causing me to gravitate to what God wants for me. That's what I think most about CGN and being a part is that he's called me to gravitate and to desire to be more of what he wants me to be, whether people like it or not, whether they think I'm a mm-hmm. nut call or not. It doesn't even matter anymore. Because That's guess right. what? The things of this world are no longer of that much interest to me. This yes. is not my home. Right. I'm just an alien. I'm just a pilgrim that's passing through, trying to do what God has assigned me to do while I'm here. But this is not my home. And every day, Madeline, more and more, I recognize that I am right. not at home. More and more, I realize this is not my home. I can't feel comfortable being in an environment that was not designed as my home. Mm. 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 And there are people that I don't even want to click with that I thought maybe I wanted to click with some years ago. I have no interest whatsoever. Amen. Because I'm an alien. I'm different. Yes. Yes. And I like it. That's true. (laughs) And you like it. (laughs) I love Uh, it. I I love it. Amen, sis. I tell you, you on fire tonight, and I'm with you. It's like it's getting gooder and gooder. They took so bring it on. And I've been contemplating on some things, but um, I'm ready because I felt the same way. You know, they're not going to listen and think, but I've been seeing the prophetic of things working 
And um, so it's time to position and and deny self and let's do his will. And uh, Amen. continue. I love you, sis. I, I'm glad that you're on right, and bless everybody that listened tonight. You All have right. blessed me with the word. Okay. Love you. Bye. All right. Talk to you. We'll be talking later. You have a great one. Okay. You too, dear. All right. Good night. Good night. Awesome. God is so awesome. Amen. Let's go to 910709. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Sylvia from North Carolina. Hi, Sylvia from North Carolina. How are Uh you there tonight? Oh, good, good. Amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. So I was going to ask, I hadn't talked to anybody from North Carolina. Are you all in line for uh, that storm that's out there? Oh, um, well, I haven't looked at the news. Like, I've been busy with school, so I'm, I'm not sure, you know. What's going on? With yeah, that. I don't think I don't know if it was supposed to be this not probably not this weekend, but someone yeah, said something had, about. Right. Oh, okay. We probably got some okay. off of it, so we, it did rain a lot today. Okay, yeah, I mean that's probably what it is. All right, well we just speak protection around you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God, and we just thank God for that. Well, let's pray for you, Sylvia, and we just. Uh, move right on into what God is speaking. God, we just thank you for Sylvia, and and we just thank you that um, that her harvest is 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 getting is ready, and that Lord she is planted and she has sown over the years, and she has uh, been sowing and sowing and sowing, and now it's time to reap and reap and reap. And Lord, we just thank you. As I was. Uh, Looking at your number, I thought about a prophetic act we did yesterday out on the river bait. And um, uh, we, uh, we, <laughs> I don't know, it, we did communion on, on the ground, with the ground, per se. So we spoke over the ground. We placed the oil in the ground. We anointed oil that we, we had, and we placed it in a tube in the ground, and we blessed it, and we spoke over that land and to come against uh, the enemy that has tried to disrupt, destroy, and and take apart uh, our county and this area. And uh, we also place cotton in the ground. So cotton, you know, pretty much represents, you know, the South and, and how they made their money and their prosperity came forth from the cotton in the area. So we prayed over and blessed the seeding of of cotton, you know, and, and what it meant as far as bringing forth harvest. And so as I was talking to you, I saw cotton, you know, as far as bringing forth harvest, you know, because you can definitely see cotton when it's ready to be picked because it's white and it's, you know, it's full and you just, you know, I wouldn't want to be out there picking it, so never had to pick it. And, um, but I saw that, I saw that cotton we placed as I talk, begin to talk with you, and I, I felt to say to you that 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 particular cotton that we were we were dealing with that represented 
fertility, that represented prosperity, that represented harvest, that represented financial gain. And so, Lord, I just release that over her life in the name of Jesus because in order for that to have produced and come forth as uh, financial gain and for prosperity, it first had to be sown. Those seeds had to be put in the ground for it to develop and come forth as cotton that represented the prosperity of the land. And so, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that the seed that Sylvia has sown over the years will come forth and will bear fruit, will come forth for harvest. And even when we think about cotton, we think about the white of the cotton, that that representing to me, I thought about souls. Hallelujah. The harvesting of this for the kingdom of God, the harvesting that which has been sown, you have sown things into people's lives. You have sown things for your family. You have sown things. We call for harvest in the name. Harvest, that's oh. white. That's not oh. the word. Oh, my gosh, you just hit me. Huh? Glory be to God. What does it say in the word about the fields are white with harvest? Glory be to God. God, I just said, Lord, you know what? God is some kind of awesome. Do you hear me? God is some kind of awesome. Because let me tell you, Sylvia, I didn't know where I was going with this. Ah, Lord, I don't like (laughs) to hear and see what's cotton. And And then... The scripture, my God, isn't God awesome? Woo! He says the Woo! Jesus. <laughs> you know, God is amazing. He is just simply amazing. So thank you, Lord. That's how, oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. That's how it all connected. The fields thank you, are white with harvest. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jesus. I shall cotton. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Amen. I was like, what am I talking about cotton for? What, what you know, and, and, and harvesting and coming forth and souls, and then there it is in the word. Oh, my. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, glory, glory, glory. I tell you, you don't even know what, my God. Thank you, Lord. My, hold on a second. Glory be to God. I'm like, Jesus, you just open your mouth and just start talking, and he'll just start to, uh, uh, woo, fill your mouth. Mm -mm. My God. Glory to God. My God. Let me just pull up something real quick. Oh, my God. I was like, why am I seeing cotton? (laughs) Say, okay, that's in John 4, 35. It says, say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they are white already to harvest. My God. My God. My God. So I released that. I don't know what it, my, I I couldn't, 
let me tell you, I don't know what was going on. I'm like, cotton. Why am I saying cotton? We're placing seed in the ground. We put the cotton in the ground. And then I knew it was something to do with souls, but I forgot about the scripture that talks about souls in reverence, something white and ready for harvest. Amen. Glory to Lord. Now, you know what? If you can't make this stuff up, <laughs> glory. <laughs> we can't make this up. I mean, I'm like, where was I going with that? I was like, okay, I got you, God. Why am I looking at harvest, you know, of the harvesting of the cotton and it's white and, you know. And I'm thinking, now I'm thinking to myself, what is the scripture? What were they looking at? I mean, what was, you know, I, I don't know. I got to do some research on this scripture right here. I got to do some research. <laughs> and anybody know if you're listening, in reference to this white already for harvest, what was he talking about? I know it was souls, but what's grown that's white that he was comparing that to? Because I never thought about it before. I never thought about that before at all. I don't think they grow cotton over there in that part of the world. I don't know. That's amazing. I never even connected that. My God, I have to tell my friends and we have, about that. Yes, we have cotton here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do? Yes. Jesus. But I just have to think, I have to talk to her about that because we put that, We she specifically had cotton. Of course, it's representative of this area, you know, I was kind of confused about mm. cotton because <laughs> I, you know, I grew up in Florida. We didn't have, I didn't see any cotton down there. We had orange trees and citrus, and but I moved up to Georgia, and, you know, of course, there's a lot of cotton being grown around here. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember it always being depicted, you know, in the heat of, you know, summer, but, you know, it doesn't normally come forth that time of year. But, um, so yesterday we put that out, and I was like, "So I need to. I'm gonna touch base with her and say, do you reference? Do you? I don't think it even clicked with her to find out that she see harvest as being the harvest and what we were doing with that cotton being connected with that cotton that we put in the ground. And we were, oh, this is amazing. I mean, this is amazing. I <laughs> just never. This is amazing. You don't. You can't make this stuff up. God is doing something. He's speaking." And he's using my ignorance to just <laughs> that don't tell me. Uh, oh, that reminds me of that scripture. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I was just yeah. looking at it. Hold on. Hold on. Glory be to God. I mean, he's using my ignorance. I mean, I don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. I'm up here talking about some <laughs> cotton and souls and you're connected and the seeds that you planted, and my God, the scripture just came forth. Well, you go ahead. Anything you want to share, um, Sylvia, go ahead and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That, that was, that's a great word. You know, God just started. I think I told you he started using me in the church for healing and deliverance. And lately, uh-huh. um, I have wanted to also... Um, move um, and and get a house, and I'm solely okay. dependent on God. So what happened was one day I was led to I had stopped sowing 
so much money into the house that I'm living in, which is the homestead, and my brother lives here, so I had told God I wanted to move. So what happened mm-hmm. is I started throwing more money in last week, and so I said if I want my house uh, to to materialize, then I need to, to um, sow more seeds into this house. So when you mm-hmm. spoke that, spoke that I know it's about the souls as well as, as you were saying that I sold into a lot of people. I yeah, sold it's also natural. It's also natural yeah, too. Yes, I did both. So when you said that, and and the revelation came to me that if I wanted to move, I needed to uh, sow into this house and some more, mm-hmm. which I got. Of sewing into it, and because I wanted my own, and so I did it last week. And then you, you, oh, that wow. word comes, to, yeah, that word comes tonight. And I was just getting ready to go to sleep, and I was led, I was led to call in. Thank and little you, did Jesus. I know, you still there? That you were going, yeah. I think, is that an amber alert coming on my phone or yours? I sound like I heard an amber alert. What that was? I thought yeah. heard a loud something. Maybe that's announcing your harvest. Glory. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were, I, and it just hit me that First um, Corinthians seven twenty seven, and I was like, you know, I can be so ignorant about this, but I don't know what I'm saying. So it said, you know, of course, of course, in sec in First Corinthians one twenty seven through thirty one, it says, instead, God choose things the world considers foolish <laughs> in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chooses right. things that yeah. are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chooses things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and he used them to bring to nothing what the world considered important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. So God has united you with Christ Jesus. So, yeah, my ignorance, I can't boast, you know, this whole thing. I can't boast in that because I'm ignorant of that. But I can boast in the power of God because he will use Damn. the foolish things to confound the wise. Because I'm like, yeah. you know, we think we might be wise. We think we may know what's going on. But, oh, I mean, in this situation, me talking to you tonight, I didn't have a clue what was, you know, why am I saying this, you know. And um, But then remember I tied the cotton to financial, uh, a financial yeah. uh, thing, that it represented mm-hmm. prosperity and financial gain. That's what cotton represents. So it was a spiritual aspect of this. And it was a natural aspect of this cotton thing because I didn't just say it was just for souls because I said cotton right. represented financial gain and prosperity. Right. So, yeah. yes. So, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Glory be Amen. to God. That is Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we just believe God. We speak over this. We speak over this uh, endeavor that God has raised up for her to uh, be a part of, and we speak the blessings of God over it. And 
God, we just thank you because we know you're already speaking about it in Jesus' name. My ignorance had no idea of what you were saying or why you were saying it. But, God, I thank you that it's been released. Uh, Even though I'm ignorant of these things, God knows exactly what he was saying, what he was doing, and what he wanted to release into my sister tonight. We thank you for that. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, God is amazing. Glory, glory, glory. He's just straight up amazing. (laughs) He's amazing. My God, he don't have to hide. He don't have to come slump down. God is straight up amazing. Amen. You can't hide what God does unless he wants it hidden. But But at the appointed time, my God, he will
Let's see. Let's go here. I don't know if I got this caller. Hello. Who am I speaking Hi. with? Where are you going? This is Barbara from Texas. Hi, Angela Joy, woman of God. How are you? Oh, hi, Barbara. Yeah, okay. How are you tonight? Excited about the cotton and the seed. So you gave me my revelation <laughs> that I needed from time before and why I bought that oh, plant. Okay. And we talked on it before, but I'm anxious and excited for what God is doing for for his people. Amen. I'll talk after you pray. Amen. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on a second. I, God just popped something into my Mine. So let me just look at here before I say anything. Hold on. Let's see. Why am I saying this? Glory be to. Bring it up. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Hmm. Hold on. What is this for? Also, come on. Hmm. Hmm. I don't understand this. Let me just look at this for a second. And I'll tell you what I saw. And I don't know. Well, I guess I basically need to just probably start talking. And maybe God will reveal what I saw. But I didn't. I always wanted to know what this meant. Hold on a second. All right. Um, hmm. 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 Glory. This is weird. That I would see this. All right, so, hmm. Well, my computer's not wanting me to, it's trying to play games with me. I don't know. I probably need to get another one, but this is, this is giving me a little bit of a fit here. I'm trying to go to something that God showed me, and then I can't. Hmm. Keep on past this. Got to see what this is. Got to see what this is. Why am I seeing this? What are they good for? It doesn't say. Okay, so. I don't know why I'm seeing a. I saw a dragonfly. Why am I seeing this? In relation to what? Why did I just see that? That's not even something I even think about. I'm trying to see what they do. They don't do anything. <laughs> they are large. They have a having wingspan up to six feet smaller than Extremely agile flyers. They are among. Okay, so it's somewhere I saw it said it's called a devil something. What? Oh, it's also called darner or devil's arrow or devil's darning arrow. What does that mean? Predatory insects most commonly found near fresh water. Interesting. I would see that and then. Hmm. Well, Lord, I just don't understand what you, why you showed me that. Hmm. Hmm. For example, mate. 
Okay. I don't, I don't understand. So, Lord, um, I just saw this thing playing. And then I saw it, it was like a dragonfly. And I don't know if there's, and then we're talking about harvest. I was trying to figure out, does, you know, what do they do? I don't know what they do. <laughs> I don't see a, de- look, I don't see a definition for it. Like, what do they do? Do you know anything about dragonflies, um, Barbara? Mm-hmm. Uh, it symbolizes long overdue changes that are needed. It something in your life that may not appear as it seems. Uh, I'm looking it up. It says symbolizes long overdue changes are needed. Something in your life may not appear as it seems. Or lust or passion are ruling your life. Or fierce words are devouring jaws, offended or hurt others, feelings. A mosquito hawk, good at outmaneuvering negative influence by detecting slight movement. Now, that's what I saw in a definition. So I'm wondering, I saw something trying to dart around your environment. Uh I saw it like I recognized it as being, and then we we brought up the word harvest. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about that, and then I saw the dragonfly, and then I saw it was, like, around your, like, I just felt mm-hmm. it was being uh, in connection with something that you have possession of. Wow. So. I I did see something like that that wanted what I have. And yeah, I, I saw the thing just kind of darting in and out. Yeah, darting in and out over mm-hmm. something that I, I in my, in what I was feeling was just something that belonged to you. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. that belonged to you, and it, it's trying to connect or have it. It's it, it, it's eyeing it out basically. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking. Buying it out, You're buying right. it out, and then it was like it said. Then I was amazed when it said it was the is called sometimes the devil's. What did, what did I say? The whole bag. It says it's also called darner, devil's arrow, or devil's darning needle. What is a darning needle? What darning mm. needle? Let's see. Darning needle? Is that something? Mm. Darning. I'm looking. Needle. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Darning needle. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's a needle. It's just basically, okay, something used to, like, get into something fine. Okay, simply a large needle is very sharp. And has an eye. So this thing is like, it's sharp. It's, it's focused in. So it's basically saying like with this needle, like a needle point is like sharp mm-hmm. and, and, and pierces and focuses in. So it's almost like this thing, yeah, what the dragonfly does, flies around and darts in and out and focuses in on things, details. <laughs> so anyway. Well, you're so right on your, it. Um, uh-huh. so that's your word. 
That's my I word. I need to hear that. Uh, because I have been praying deliverance for Colts, and it's getting close to October. And so I've been covering the region, the territory, and I've been praying and fasting. And I also, uh, you know, uh, been rebuking some some evil deeds and curse words spoken. And um, you know how the Bible, we speak uh to the Lord, and we bind up the principalities, the power, the rules of darkness, wicked uh, spirits in right. heavenly place, and we tear down strongholds and mighty weapons that God has provided for us to use in the mighty name of Jesus, and we speak to, you know, all the different spirits. So I've been warring and yes. um, intercessor, uh, praying and, and tearing and at the well and wall for all the negative talking and doubt, unbelief. You know, and just different right. spirits, uh, because mm-hmm. that's what I pray and do, you know, day and night. Um, so God has been, I've been, you know, more into quietness and at the feet of Jesus and right. uh, not focusing on when people try to tear you down and and thinking that, you know, you're not doing this or that, their way, their timing. But the Lord said, I have an appointed time for my people. And this Indeed. is the harvest time. But he says that that at this time for, you know, for myself and for his people right. to, you know, to just be more of, um, how do I word it? Um, you know, we have a purpose and we have a destiny. So the Lord was just telling me, you know, about certain things. And getting us in position to do the work that he called us to do. And so I have, um, I know it was prophesied about the ladies that I've met. Um, They were like, oh, my God, we've been waiting on such a person like you to come in our lives Mm -hmm. because of the work, the assignment that you have to do. And so I have been praying and talking to God about each one. And they were like middle age. I think the youngest one was like 58 years old and older. Right. And um, right. I noticed that um, two of the hosts had prayed. And so I have been praying with them for the land, mm-hmm. the 43 acres of land, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for a project that God is calling for people that's been abused, uh, ladies with children, yes. Um, yes. the children yes. that have been abandoned, the children that have been yes. kidnapped, uh, trafficking. Wow. Um, this, this house is for them. This house is to protect yes. them. And so we've been praying for the land. And when you were saying about digging the dirt and pouring the oil in and blah, blah, blessing it, you know, and all yes. the things. And I've met with over 22 different people. And um, and right now we have over not just those 22, but we have like 10 or 15 more ladies that have asked me to come in and pray with them and, and seek the face of God. And mm-hmm. they were asking me to, you know, to just be in prayer of the vision. And without the vision church prayers, the people perish. For the last, so you yes. know, just on yes. and on, and I haven't really like I've been on the show, but I hadn't had a chance to get on it because every time there are children, a lot of people around me, 
for the work that we've been doing. And so I'm just excited. I'm just excited about the harvest. I see the people coming together. And as we work Amen. and have the prayer and the Zoom and everything, God has just been blessing. And so I'm just so excited, Amen. you know. And I'm I'm just watching <laughs> for the dragonfly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Looking. I mean, yeah, because you notice even in the natural, when you think of a dragonfly, you notice how it darts. You know, I never knew the purpose of a dragonfly, what its purpose, you know, because I don't know, except for to go around and probably eat stuff it shouldn't be eating. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, um, yeah. I never really, you know, I never, and all of a sudden, you know, when you came on, um, I just, I just saw this thing darting like a dragonfly, shaking stuff out. You know, like want to know how you get out. this, how you doing this, how you getting, who is right. this lady? I mean, I saw, oh my God, you just answered my <laughs> glory to God. Oh, I mean, you hit hit the, you took that hammer and hit that nail on the head because I said, Lord, how do I pray for this thing? Because I could hear mm-hmm. and feel them lurking in the spirit. The seen and the mm. unseen, and you know how we pray Psalms 91, the whole chapter. So the Lord had mm-hmm. me doing special prayers on certain things. And right. uh, because I could see the work that I've been called to do, but you also have to pray against the hand of the enemy. And I, I was like, Lord, <laughs> I take no account of evil done to me, and mm-hmm. I don't pay no attention when I've been suffered wrong, or I try not to rejoice right. at injustice. Because when you right. are dealing in some things that people do to you and saying things that they shouldn't say, I told God, you know, I know the truth will prevail. And, you know, we as mm-hmm. intercessors, we, we have a lot to pray for, you know. We're not just praying for mm-hmm. our family. Instead, we're praying for the world, right. the nation. We're praying for so much that's coming into the earth. And so I was just, yes. you know, I just been seeking and touching touching, um, you know, um, the things of God and making sure that I got hands-on. And so we've been working well, and different. What's amazing about mm-hmm. it is that it was, it's called a devil's, it's a, what, a devil's a daughter. Of, I mean, I mean, that, mm-hmm. it has the word devil in it. That's something mm-hmm. I never even knew about a dragonfly. Wow. I didn't know they and, called and, it that. That's perfect. Talk, sis, talk. Oh my God! I never That's even perfect. knew they even referred to. I mean, so it's almost like putting the the devil right up front, like letting putting letting him know I can I know who you are I know what you're doing. I mean, it's uh-huh. calling him out by name. Yes, and that's it's what I was asking about name. the controlling spirit. Uh huh. Oh my God. They want to yeah, intertwine no, oh, with God. Yes. It's a devil. <laughs> yes. It's a real it's devil that people up. don't know. Yes. Or see, yes. seen in the unseen. God is here and there trying to destroy, trying to spy out what's going on. Yes. And mm-hmm. I worded as an occult, like, you know, that 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 was my prayer pulling down different strongholds and those false spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. You, 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 that's it. Oh my God. Oh, girl, I want, I had to mute the phone to scream. 
amazing is to authentic word from God. Won't God do it? Won't he do it? Every time. When you say every the time, the Father. Jesus, thank you, Lord. you know, mm. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, and, you know, as I was talking, you know, I we didn't know what God was doing when he was connecting us with this place. You know what I'm saying? We didn't mm-hmm. have, I didn't have a clue, you know, um, and uh, I, I, you know, it's just amazing that God, you know, in, in what we think is our inadequacies, that God can even the use that. The foolish can find the wise. That's, that's what I foolish see. Thing. Foolish. And that's why I to said that scripture, you know, it's like, yes, he's using these foolish things that, you know, other men laugh at. You know, I heard Prophet Randy mention mm-hmm. it the other night. How you know people laugh at him? You know, like, who's this man? You know, he's talking this stuff. He don't even know what he's talking about. And then it comes to pass. And it's the foolish things. You they think Ooh, it's foolish. My God. And they think and they think they're so wise. Oh, we know. Yeah. Well, you know, but we, we know them. this and that. We see yeah. them. Yeah. Like a lens or uh, uh, clean like that. They all have been ripped. So we can see yeah. it. It's it's like a pair of glasses. Yes. Oh my God. So it's just amazing. You know how the word actually. You think about it, Barbara. It's like the word comes to life. Yes. Didn't he say his word is a lie? It's a lie. The word is a lie. It's not Hallelujah. some dead word. Oh. It's not some word that we that you just say. His word is mm-hmm. alive. Thank it you, reveals. Jesus. It cuts. It, you know. I mean. And so, oh, my God, it's just amazing. It's just, you were right on. Because my prayer was to destroy their schemes. Oh, Lord, confuse their tongue, you know, because of what they sent out. And so we have to be about our father's business and to pray the word of God for their deliverance, their salvation. And see, Mm -hmm. and my neighbors, what I live. I mean, I actually saw people just stopping actually in my front, in the street right there in front of my house, uh, typing and looking and seeing and trying to figure out how God is doing this. They don't know how because they never see me go to work. But I'm working. I'm on the inside. It's working on the outside. And it confuses the enemy. And and the Lord, he hides us. He said, what you do in secret, I'll reward thee openly. Yes, yes, yes. The Holy Spirit has a voice. Oh, my God, I remember you would always tell me about the light, the darkness to the light, how he turns everything around. Mm. You know, because, you know, we are so amazed to God. Yes, I'm so amazed. I'm so amazed mm-hmm. at God. Because you never know what he's, I mean, it's, I mean, like I was all night. It's, he's just been popping up. I mean, I'm saying this stuff like, why am I saying this? And then, you know, I keep talking and God was, that's why I wanted you to say that, you know, even with the cotton and the, you know, and the yeah. fields or what. I, I mean, I was like, why am I seeing cotton? You know, and then I'm thinking to myself, 
in the word. Well, God, what were you seeing that was white? I know you're talking about souls, but I'm like, oh, it was just amazing. Just amazing you remember how the analogy, God used the analogy. Mm-hmm. And you gave me the just answers in the scripture. And I actually went and bought the plant at Hobby Lobby to remind me of the seeds that the cotton plant. Oh, you can okay. buy a display of it. Uh huh. Oh, and really? it has real cotton on it. And I wanted I, it so bad to remove. Amazing! Wow, that is amazing. This cotton thing. I mean, I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. Wow. Yes, it is. I think I talked to Karma about it as well, and she uh, had, you know, uh, highlighted some things to me concerning that the plant to plant the seeds. She said, God, the uh-huh. Lord keeps telling me to tell you to plant the seeds, and I and I had to plant seeds That's for the land. Did. I had to plant seeds of the blessings, and I actually had the dream that the Lord had showed me this room filled with cotton, uh, I mean, all the way up to the ceiling to capacity. Mm-hmm. There was no room. You had to, if you lay down, you would be like you were in, a, I, I mean, I said, Lord, what is the word cotton actual meaning? Because we plant seeds of love. We plant seeds of mercy, grace, and we plant other things. And I, I began to study of the wealth and the wealth transfer, the kingdom wealth transfer. Right, 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 right. That's yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We could choose mm-hmm. anything to relate or use as, you know, reference to, but we, God is, obviously God is speaking about cotton. Thank you, Lord. I mean, why, I mean, I don't know why she chose cotton. I mean, she just gave us, I have, she gave me a bag full of cotton, a small bag of cotton. And I actually mm-hmm. went on my, because I don't know, she just said God told her, get cotton, get the seeds, and plant them. <laughs> I mean, so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So she all gave us, it's about, it kind of varies here and there as far as who shows up, as mm-hmm. far as when we go out and do this prophetic stuff. But, you know, we have a, a prayer call on Monday nights that we talk about mm-hmm. things that, you know, God is showing us that we need to pray about. And, um, you know, about six months ago at least, you know, this mm-hmm. thing with cotton came up. And, she gave us, we met at, um, we meet once a month at a little chapel and we, we pray and then we pray every Monday night on, on the phone. And, um, but she gave us all these brown bags of cotton and she said the Lord had instructed her, you know, to give it to us. And, you know, I planted, you know, I went through, where did I, oh, I know what I did. She just said, ask the Lord where he wants you to plant it. And so, mm-hmm. and it was like seeds of righteousness, you know. So mm-hmm. I went to someone's property and I planted the seed. I uh, sowed the cotton seed. And I decree and declare that the things of righteousness would come forth on that mm-hmm. land, on that property. And it just, go, it just so happened that after I did that, I found out later that it was um, people were going on that property and, you know, not supposed to and probably doing things they had no business doing. But the Lord mm-hmm. had already instructed me before I even found that out to go there and plant seeds of righteousness, and that cotton was representative of that. So oh, wow. I don't know what this deal is with cotton, but 
that's just interesting how you thought, I thought, and God has given this woman this information to include cotton. Amazing. And mm-hmm. then here I read the scripture tonight, and we're saying, it's saying the fields are white for harvest. What's white? What's white in harvesting? We harvest cotton. And it's a wealth. Cotton represents wealth. Because in the city where I live, this is what they do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, this is what happened here. That's why we, uh, she feels like the Lord mentioned that, because there's wealth connected to this. This brought great wealth to Georgia. Great wealth. You know, and it's mm-hmm. time for a transfer of wealth. Yes. Yeah. We receive yes. it. We and made now, a declaration before the Lord. So yes. I, yes. Yes. It's time for a transfer of wealth. And like I was mentioning, yes. I don't know if you've ever watched him or listened to Joshua Giles, but he's also I've talking about that. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with him? I've heard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, all this thing, God is really doing something, and he's speaking. He's speaking, and he's confirming his word. We just have to pay attention. Just got to listen. So, praise God. Well, thank you, sister, for I'm I'm in agreement with you for planting those seeds because I think uh, Karma gave me that word about last month. And mm-hmm. she said, I just keep hearing the word of seeds and seeds and, and planting seeds. And we got to talking about, you know, the flowers and everything, the beautiful flowers that I had planted. And I told her I actually went out and bought that, that cotton plant because you can't actually buy them. Look and my daughter that. said, Mom, why, why would you buy that? I said, I, I love it. It's something, it, it's a sentimental value to me. And she said, well, why? She kept asking me these questions. I said, it's not only just in the natural, but it's a spiritual thing to my heart. And I just want to be obedient. And so I put it with the rest of my flowers that's living. And this one is on the shelf, too. And I'm just grateful. You know, it brought back the memories when I went walking the six miles I do every morning, uh, except on Sundays. And I uh, went and I took pictures of their signs that when we walked that mm-hmm. front with the wealth and the, and how they would meet up in the city and the farmers and people that had cotton would put it on the wagon and bring it all to to put it on the train so that they could get that mm-hmm. cotton out to their destiny. And so I was just curious because uh, what the city stands for. And um, it always say, keep uh, this city beautiful, and I remember what my name started with. So the initials of this city had my whole name in it, my middle name, wow. my first name, and my last name. And I said, this city has my name on it, Father. So I got to pray for the region, this territory, for the wealth transfer, wow. the kingdom wealth transfer anyway. So it motivated me, and I said, I'm going to buy me a plant. <laughs> You know, connected with the land and what we've been doing, praying on, you know, the, and it was amazing to me, it was seven points where this county hits other, other places, other counties. There were seven points. Mm-hmm. And um, I, isn't that amazing? I mean, the yes. completion, meaning the completion, and it was seven points that we touched. 
uh, in our speaking over the land and the boundaries and taking authority over the, the spiritual uh, attacks of this area. Um, we came against, you know, racism and how the land had been taken and the mis- injustice. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just amazing. And that To me, it was just amazing that there were seven points. And then I mentioned, I don't know if you heard it uh, a couple weeks ago, last time I was on, I mentioned that, you know, she had um, given us, you know, told us that, you know, feel free to go and, and, and stake your land because we're going to different places, these seven points, and staking mm-hmm. the county lines for the things of God to come forth manifest. And so oh, we were led to do it on our own property. So I went to all four corners of my property, and I did the same thing. I don't know if you heard, heard me, but I was out. I, I remember a few weeks ago mm-hmm. I was out to do it, and I had told the Lord. I didn't even think about it. It just got a little cooler. Sun wasn't hot, hot at 7 o'clock. Light was still up. So mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay, I'll go out, mm-hmm. and I'll stake my land at 7 o'clock. Well, I didn't even think about the number 7. I just thought 7 o'clock. But for some, some mm-hmm. reason, it was like God was, like, telling me, "Be do it, do it. You know, at that time, that's going to be the time you're going to do it. It wasn't like just some random number. I'm thinking it was some mm-hmm. random number. But when I started to do it, I realized God was saying, this isn't some random number. So then I got a little bit more diligent about making sure I tried to get to the corner, first corner of my property at, you know, 7 o'clock. So I walk out the door. Who is it? My neighbor is standing almost near mm. the spot. I'm going to stand and stake my land and pray over it. And she's standing there, and I was like, oh, Lord. And she's like 82. I was like, oh, God, help me. I said, I can't be rude mm-hmm. to her. I said, if she wanted to talk, and she's like, what are you doing? And that reminds me, I need to go speak over her land. And I said, well, uh, <laughs> we've been led to pray over our land, and I said, we were doing it for the county. And I said, well, we're, and I'm going to do my land. She's like, oh, well, you need to come over here and do mine. I was like, well, okay, you know, I Sure. So anyway, yeah. I just went ahead and put it in there, and then I did all four corners of the land. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, forever by the time I walked back in the house, it was seven fourteen. So then immediately, mm-hmm. it was like God timed it. He wanted her there because He had to delay it so that when I walked back in the house, it would be seven fourteen. And immediately, I thought of. Chronicles, Second Chronicles, seven fourteen. Mm-hmm. If my people, oh, if my people, and that's yeah. what I was doing. So I immediately knew it was God. Oh, so then I went yeah. back out and I did the communion on the land, poured the as the blood of Jesus on the land with the, the leaven, mm-hmm. unleavened bread, or whatever I had, and I did that as the communion. Do you believe it? Believe it or not, after I did that, and then she stopped me again. <laughs> I think it was when I was going mm-hmm. back out or going to the back, and she was looking for me. I had to wait for her to move because I was like, Lord, I got to get back in the house. You, would you done, believe yeah. that? When I came back in the house, as soon as I got in the kitchen and looked over at the clock, it turned to 721. Three sevens. Wow. So it was God telling me, I have yeah. ordained this. I have brought this 
to you for such a time as this. This mm-hmm. wasn't by accident. This wasn't some mm-hmm. hop- happen chance. It happened purposely because I set it up this way. I knew immediately, 777. Uh-huh. And I, well, I, I looked it up and it, yeah. it was the completion. So, yeah, I, I just don't let to say that to you. Um, God is doing something. He's letting us know it's time to stake our claim and take our time. land. Yeah. You know, well, back in the, in the days when yeah. people were traveling in the new frontier, mm-hmm. they went out and staked their land. Mm-hmm. We're to stake our land for the things of God, for the kingdom of mm-hmm. God. When I saw that 777 after, I was like, Lord, you have truly spoken. Here I was getting agitated yeah. because she was stopping me, and it was all <laughs> in the plan. For you yes. to have this thing As a click just yes. like you wanted it to click. Thank you know, and that's what we have to look at. Sometimes we think that God is not moving. No, we're not moving in sync with God. That's what's going on. Yes. We have Come to on. be in sync with the timing of God. Everything. In position. And know yes. that all things. <laughs> when we're when we're mm. in his will. It will all work together for our good because it's about his glory. It's about his will being done, and he knows exactly what he's doing. And over the last few weeks, I've had so many things happen that I can look back on and just say, man, I knew that was God. It was his perfect timing. It was just certain things happened. I was like, man, God, I see you. I see what you're trying to tell me. Don't be so concerned about your time. Be concerned about just doing what I told you to do, and it'll fall right in sync with the timing mm-hmm. I have for you. That's what he gave yes. me. Yes, ma'am. Confirmation. So praise God. I just thank you for, but I really you know. Thank you for that sharing that because that's what I need to do. Now, walking it is one thing, but when you stake your claim on the vision and things that the Lord wants you to do, you don't have to do yes. things the way people, but when God said do something, his order, his steps, your steps are yes. ordered by the Lord. Thank yes. you. Well, praise God. I, I just, I had released the text about this a few times, and I just felt that, you know, once before uh, somebody was on, I think it was Jennifer, and uh, she's in North Carolina, and it was so funny, the first time that I talked about her, second time, she said that morning, that day, God had spoken to her about doing what I talked about, and she said it was like confirmation that God had told her to do that. And I got on the air talking about what God had woke her up to do that day. So it, it, mm-hmm. it's just something going on here. God is wanting us to uh, walk in obedience and do what he's called us to do and stake our claim when he is mm-hmm. giving us you know, he's giving us instruction. You know, our land. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. For the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they mm-hmm. had to do when Joshua and, and you know, the is, uh, Israelites crossed over. They took the land. Mm-hmm. And he told them. He gave them specific instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to take our claim. God is. 
he's definitely telling us what to do. So praise God. I'm glad that was a blessing mm-hmm. to you. Well, you blessed me. And like I said, I never me. even thought anything about a dragonfly or what it meant, but, you know, in the name. And I'm like, okay, wow, that's amazing. But I actually saw a dragonfly, if I'm not mistaken, oh, because it was eating on one of my plants, and I put something out to protect my plant. Wow. And I was, and I, I never thought of it spiritually as well. Me either. I mean, <laughs> I never thought anything about, I know it eats plants, and I mean, but a yes. lot of things, I mean, uh, they're called pestilence. They go around and they eat plants, you know. So yes. I never really and I said, no, you're not going to do this to my seed. Yes, I said something, <laughs> and I told the Lord about it. Glory. And I didn't tell any, it wasn't nobody there but the Lord that heard me. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> that is amazing. And you know, it's in retrospect of the fact that you went out to protect what was yours naturally. And God is telling you mm-hmm. not only naturally, but spiritually, protect what I've given you. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Because mm. that's what I've been doing every morning, putting the hedge of protection around me and and different ones that I have this list. And then I also have been praying for the city, for the country, and for the world, you know, for the White House. And I have to pray because of different things that's going on with our government. So the Lord mm-hmm. knows I've been just busy, busy, and 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 Praise actually God. I've been very quiet and praying in the spirit. Amen, amen. So well, you know, it just lines up with a lot of the things. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, God is preparing His people. He does. He will. He has. He doesn't want us to be ignorant. You know, he wants mm-hmm. us to be wise to what he's telling us. You know, we, you know, that's it. All right. Well, Barbara, and, and thank God is such a blessing. Yes, ma'am. I love you, and thank you so, so much. I love you. Oh, you're welcome. I look forward to talking to you later and seeing what else God is doing. <laughs> it's always oh, exciting. that's right. Yes, we forgot, but anyway, that was, uh, I was praying for some visions to come to pass, and I thank God because of the timing of the work, and now it's harvest time, the reward, and I see God doing things spiritually as well as the natural, and I've just been so grateful, you know, I'm just, what he's doing, I honestly can see it with my eyes, and um, I said, Lord, keep Thank you for removing the veil that he would clean uh, the lenses, you know, and, yes. and keep them clean and pure heart, pure soul, spirit, mind, body, soul, you know, conscious, subconscious. I've just been praying for for you name it. <laughs> and the eyes Amen. and ears. Thank you so much. God has it. All right. Well, thank you for calling in and being a part of what God is doing because it's all about you all and us on this side, you on that side. and. We're coming together, and, and I'm telling you, it's feeding people. People are listening. You know, people, you know, gosh, it's amazing how God will just cause things to be released that we don't even know who it's reaching out to, but somebody's going to hear this, and they're going to be encouraged. So praise God, and thank you for sharing. Thank you. I love you guys. God bless. 
All right. Love you too. Good night, Barbara. You have a great week. Talk to you later. You, you have a wonderful week. Thank you. Good night. All right. I have another person who have their hand up, but if you do want prayer, uh, feel free to press one, and we'll be more than happy to pray with you and believe what God has for you to come to pass. And if not, we can just go ahead. It's a quarter till 1 a.m. Wow. Praise God. We've moved through some things tonight and believed God with some people, and we're expecting some things to become manifest. Uh, thank God for you all being out there tonight and um, being a part of what uh, Prophetic Grace Network is doing uh, in the world. So I will probably be saying good night and thank you for being here with me. Uh, remember to tune in for tomorrow's broadcast with uh, Prophet Randy and um I think also, I don't know who else comes on Monday night, but just be ready to receive what God has to offer through his servants who who have connected here with the Prophetic Grace Network. All right. Well, good night, y'all. My other hand didn't go up, and so I am going to say good night. Have a blessed week, everyone. Keep me in prayer as I press through on my 10 hours tomorrow. It is going to be a Monday, so 10 hours on, actually, guys, they gave me 12 hours, 11 and a half. I don't think I want to try to do that. I asked them to remove it, but we'll see what happens. All right, have a blessed week. I'll talk to you all later. Thanks for calling. Thanks for checking in with Prophetic Grace Network. Good night.